Hello, recruits. Good morning and welcome. You are now listening to M00M Theater on the Air. I'm your host, Geographic, and this is Episode 2, Chapter 2. Chapter 2, Black and Blue. Goldstar slowly opened her container door, itching to climb her side ladder to get a better view of the commotion. While climbing, she noticed an interesting symbol that read M00M had seemingly been tagged with spray paint on the side of her container overnight. It glowed for a brief second, much like the goo she was still trying to understand. Concerned more with her climb and the radio noises, she wrote it off, assuming it was just the latest street art from Kevin, the graffiti artist who lives several containers down. As she reached the top of her container, she now understood that just like the other cities had reported on her BBS chat, fate had deployed agents to investigate the meteor impacts. She saw several in the distance and quickly crouched into prone position to avoid being spotted. She pulled open her phone, activated the BBS, and typed, Fate Investigating Meteor LA, plus Beware of Strange Blue Goo, hit submit, and slid her phone back into her pocket. As she observed, one agent held a scanner up to another and said, Agent J, quick, let's get a selfie. This meteor hole is pretty sweet. Agent J, unamused, replied, L, stop. Agent C's coming over right now with the sample. An agent with the letter C on his uniform and badge approached the other alphabetic agents with a far more serious expression. L, J, I'm going to need a molecular sample. Yes, sir. What is it? Agent J inquired. Agent C was holding a glass jar filled with the parasitic blue goo. He grasped onto it with pride and said, I managed to secure this material specimen sample down at impact site 4. Our other agents reported seeing this goo everywhere earlier this morning, but before their team had a chance to take samples, it melted into the ground. That's why our squad is number one. We get it done. Gentlemen, I believe this isn't from our planet. We've got the only sample. Other groups around One World got a dig crew tearing up the ground to secure more, but so far, no trace. That means we're the only ones with a successful squadron. Agent J held out his scanner to Agent C, used a Q-tip swab, and spread it across the surface of the glass-plated scanner. Sir, we've got a reading. It's registering as mycelium and unknown. What's that? C insisted. Well, apparently it's a fungus, sir. Like what mushrooms grow from. It's basically their seeds. But the unknown compound is still unknown. There's no other information or breakdown on its material. Jay reported confidently. Well then, don't let that shit touch your hands, and let's communicate with the others to see if they can round up any more of it and bring it back to the Long Beach lab, C ordered. Sir! Yes, sir! I've already transmitted the full visual log of what happened back to fate. They've confirmed receipt of interaction. At this point, Goldstar lay completely flat on the top of her container, and as the agents made way closer into the yard, her movements became more cat-like, more stealth. An additional tactical breakaway unit comprised of three armed fate agents was advancing on her general area. With her chin to the floor, she heard a noise below and began stealthily crawling to the edge in suspense, peeking over. However, it wasn't a fate agent. Instead, it was a fellow Clarity Resistance member. Kevin, a post-African-American in his mid-30s, had just begun his morning with spray cans in hand and was intent on finishing a mural he was tagging on a nearby container. Palming a small rock, 
Goldstar threw it at him, and it landed smack in the middle of his chest. The fuck? Kevin yelped as he looked around frantically for his attacker. He looked up and met eyes with Goldstar at the top of her container and said, Girl, what the hell you doing up there? Why you just hit me with a rock? Without speaking, and with only hand motions, Goldstar abrasively waved her arms around like a Navy SEAL or sign language interpreter, attempting to signal Kevin without talking. Why you doing all that with your arms? Could we start the day speaking English, please? He suggested. Goldstar brought the shh finger up to her mouth to shush him while giving him the most serious glance she could possibly muster. Kevin was taken aback as he suddenly became a pro at interpreting her hand signals. She motioned her hands with what could visually be interpreted as, Get the fuck back inside your container! And just as he turned to obey her commands, he was tackled to the ground by an agent. Goldstar ducked down. It was everyone for themselves. What do we have here? Looks like an unchipped illegal living off the grid, sneaking around, mocked an agent as Agent J and two other agents provided moral support for their immoral actions. Nah, man, I'm just here taking a normal walk. What are y'all doing here? Don't you have some better place to be? Because you a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away from your evil little corporate brainwash base. And before Kevin could lip another word, he was punched in the face and kicked in the chest as Agent J raced him to the floor with his boot, preventing him from getting up. Someone call in a vision officer with the latest clarity implant. This asshole isn't chipped and his time is up. Agent J spewed in pure disgust. Listen, man, I don't know what y'all are doing out here. And it ain't none of my business. So just let me up and I'll be on my way. Kevin insisted. Listen, listen, p- please, please don't chip me. Let's just pretend this didn't happen. Did you see that? Shut your mouth and comply or I'll just kill you instead. Your choice, chipless. Agent J lashed back as he drew a Glock from his holster and leaned down, pointing it directly against Kevin's head. A vision officer dressed in a where-the-hell-did-this-guy-come-from lab coat approached the scene with clarity chip in hand, and as he unboxed it, he spoke to its latest features as if he was a living infomercial or product reviewer on YouTube. Congratulations! You're about to receive the latest feed clarity technology. Clarity enhances your life in every way imaginable. Visualize your entire contact list in your mind. All the information you ever need instantly available with just the power of thought. Think, call mom, and you'll be connected right away. Think, text dad, and let those loving thoughts and meaningful conversations fly. An instant connection to everyone you love, promoted the vision officer. My parents are dead, Kevin muttered. Learn a new language simply by thinking about the language you want to learn. The possibilities are endless, the vision officer continued to tout. Then abruptly, his mood shift from cheap car salesman to tyrannical surf as he armed the clarity device for implementation on Kevin. He gave Kevin a serial killer influence smirk as he kneeled down and said, Don't worry, buddy. This isn't even going to hurt. These little sensors here attach themselves to your temple. Nanobots penetrate your neural cortex. And before you know it, your entire brain gets upgraded with our software. Bug free for 298 days. Within hours, you'll become a highly intelligent, functioning member of society with a guaranteed job serving your community, and you'll be able to make yourself some money and great new friends within the Fate Network. With the gun still pressed to his head, and within mere milliseconds and millimeters of the vision officer successfully planting the clarity implant on Kevin, the M00M graffiti art on the side of Goldstar's container blinked its eyes, looking suspiciously cute. And then, as if we were living in some type of kaiju film, 
Blue antennas sprout and burst through the top of the shipping container, and blue legs punched holes directly through the bottom. Whatever this thing was stood nearly 30 feet tall. The vision officer froze in shock, dropping the clarity implant on the ground as Agent J instinctually pivot the gun away from Kevin, shooting and dispensing multiple 9mm rounds while also simultaneously leveraging Mindlink in a desperate call for backup. Among the action, Kevin lay on the ground in the fetal position, covering his eyes like a child, avoiding an imaginary monster in his bedroom. Before the agents could even attempt to reload, several pink gooey tongues emerged from the shipping container creature, and like a chameleon striking cricket prey, it slingshot the agents into its mouth, slurping them up, and rapidly turning back into a normal container. Goldstar, who had now clearly seen it all, watched the blue gooey antennas retract. She kneeled down to the container roof base, touching the remnant goo. And like a true warrior, a cinematic glint from the sun crossed her eyes to signify battle. She smudged the goo on her face, akin to a Native American war paint. Because why not? She scurried down the ladder and ran over to Kevin, who was still fetal laying on the floor. Oh my god, Kev, did you see that? No, my eyes were closed. I heard gunshots and a bunch of crazy noises and shit. Where did they go? Kevin gasped. What is going on? If I were to explain it to you, you wouldn't even believe me. We need to go inside right now. Together, they opened the container door and slammed it shut. Goldstar picked up Roger and docked him back into the wall for a charge. Roger, play security footage starting from 30 minutes ago. Roger, said Roger as a thin layer of blue goose seeped out from his circuitry. 